sick anymore but you know i'm gonna get it together um i've been drinking my tea and whatnot but uh hello world i'd like to say thank you for tuning in to a, this is another episode of mother talk the safe place for keeping the player where we keep it kosher every time all the time you know what i'm saying we don't keep the vibes going um this is a chris brown save the track appreciation episode because Chris Brown is the unicorn that he is, he saves he saves a lot of a lot of a lot of songs, and I feel like in the industry, and we'll kind of divulge into that later, that there is a Chris Brown cheat code, where he's like, you know what, just give me a verse, give I'll make a verse, and uh, put breezy on it. Uh, we'll put breezy on it, and just let him do what the fuck he do, and it's gonna be a hit. And nine times out of ten gonna be a hit so a lot of these songs that i'm playing um you know it's in the water in virginia right it's in the water okay no cocaine is in his system but <laughs> but um it's something in the water and that might be a plug to the to the uh, festival that's in virginia mm. it's something about virginia like we just got the Something about Virginia, man. I don't know to tell you. Shout out to DC, shout out to Maryland, shout out to shout out to eight hundred four, shout out to seven five seven. But something in the water in Virginia, man. Yeah, man. So um, you know, salute to Breezy, salute to the, the things that he does on the track, and you know how he can make a song that without him probably could be mediocre, probably wouldn't wouldn't go. But he is a cheat code, and there's not a lot of niggas in the uh, industry that are cheat codes. Yeah, and he beat a bitch. Right. And he still, I'm, I, first of all, I will never call that goddess a bitch ever again in my life. I bow down to the feet oh of gosh. Rihanna. I bow down to the feet of Rihanna because guess what? There's not many goddesses in this world. And she's one of them. <laughs> but he physically put his hands on a woman in a violent manner. And he is still a relevant artist she in this hands, era. Listen, we don't, we weren't in the car. I know I was not in that car. I believe Rihanna used to punch Chris in the mouth off Bucks. When you pussy that As long as we're keeping that. All right. Thank you that you put the mic down. There's only a few unicorns. There's only a few. There's only a few unicorns in the music industry. They got here. Oh, my gosh. Chicago, Chicago got it in the water too. Oh, okay. Chicago, Jeremiah has been making a career off of just being the guy that you go to. Yeah, Jeremiah's been. Because people go to Jeremiah and that shit goes. 
and people be sleeping on him. Shout out to Jeremiah. Mm-hmm. You know, I don't, I, I don't know this. It's, it's, it's few. It's few yeah, unicorns. It's few. It's not a lot. Or I need a solid, something's going to happen. I need a seven. Give me a seven, yeah. go to these people. Or give me an eight, go to these niggas. Yeah, I only know three. I got, Trey don't do it like that anymore. Matter of fact, that's a good list we're going to make one day. The unicorn. The unicorn list. Huh. Andre, you put Andre in your shit. It's going to go here, unicorn. Andre 3000. That's what I'm talking about. I just think that's because he has that mystique about No, but he's really that tough, though. But it, so it's Hit Boy? So it's Big Boy. Yeah, Listen, we we had a, a Outcast segment. We said don't sleep on Big Boy. We definitely on this podcast vouch for the coldness of Outcast. Period. Not just Andre. Andre just has more mystique than Big Boy because Big Boy just is more social. That's it. Yes. Big facts. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Jordan. Jordan's still here. Drake. Drake. Drake is a. He's a unicorn. Still here. Chavis still here. Drake is a unicorn. So we know. Um, well, of course, the gang is still here. Still in the episode, but um. You know, we we brought back uh, Travis and Jordan um, because last week, you know, we really we really didn't get a chance to really talk about their OSA projects and their adventures and um, you know, making as we uplift our black culture. men and uplift the culture. We brought them back because you know we want to just talk more about that and learn more about what they have um, for us. But we'll get back into we'll get in that later. Um, does anybody have anything to keep it funky with? I mean, I'll go first. Um, my my keep it funky. I just want to just like ask the table. Does an apology about someone saying the n word do it for you? Wait, Chris. Before you, before I answer, are you talking about Gina Rodriguez? I'm talking about anybody. Does an apology do it for me? Yes. How'd you use it? This is my first question. Were you singing a song? Or were you calling someone the nigger word? Let's just, we'll, we'll, we'll use Gina Rodriguez. <laughs> the nigger word? I'm just going to keep going. He fucking asked a question. I'm really being thoughtful. This is me being thoughtful. I learned from podcasts. When Terry says things, you got to keep going. Yeah, don't don't stop. Yeah. You got to keep going. So, like, let's just bring Gina Rodriguez. At oh, that was going to be my keep it funky. I, okay, well, we can combine. Okay, we can So, does her apology... Uh, does it do anything for you? Like, at, in, in general, now going forward, does anybody I don't give apologize on social media about the use of the N-word? Does it, does first of all, if you use it, first of all, you can't hurt my feelings, number one. Number two, if you, no, you, you yeah, you can hurt my feelings, but no one knows my uh, triggers. But um, when it comes to general regress situation, if you are fuck the way she used it, I'm not offended. You got caught out in the field. You got caught out in the field. If you can't weather this storm, Gina, then you trash. That's all I'm saying. Okay. People make mistakes. If you can't weather the storm. I like that. You trash. But when it comes to using the N-word, like like I said, it, the two things I care about, were you were you singing in a song or were you saying it to somebody? If I, like the Cooper, what's the, what's the motherfucker used to play for the Eagles name that was cuss Riley Cooper? Riley. Nigger, I'd beat any nigger ass in here. He should have been done with. That's but, I'm talking, all right, let's, I will get more. Thank you. Uh, I'll give more background to it. So let's say a person like Jenna Rodriguez is uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was sifting through the, through the saying for that word. Uh, like a person is using uh, the N-word in a song. Now, granted, they know better than that, but, you know, they caught themselves on social media, you know, rapping the lyrics. And, of course, nigga is in a song. And guess what? That's how much we influence the world. Well, 
but social media gets mad about them and they apologize. Does it really, is it really an apology or are you just trying to save face? Or the, like, does it really, do you feel better when they apologize for saying they were? The announcement. If we go back in time, we'll get into the time because the time is getting cold. If we go back in time, so we're what, 1998, 1999? Sure. She said niggas. She said niggas. She said niggas. Like 30 times. Yeah, and remember, that was a big news story. It was. But Dana was like, rock, yo. She's coming to that. She's up the coast. She's up the coast. She's a blind girl, man. Yeah, I did. Bad, no, the, no. First of all, the best if it's on Blackish, yeah. and they said it. Fat Joe can say it. Big Pun can say it. J Lo, no, you don't. You don't connect with us. You're not one of us. You know who's you and who's not you. Gina, not us. Well, I just, well, just well, want to blame. I'm about to say Jordan was arguing that G Lo should be able to say it. No, no, it shouldn't. Oh, okay, 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 okay. I just want to. This is a. And the only reason this is, I want to blame New York people for this. Yes. I want to blame New York people for this. This does not, die. you can confirm with this. This does not happen below New York. No, it does not. No, I don't. Because NY No, I don't. Like the New York niggas always be talking about, yo, we the melting pot, yo. We always, <laughs> always, always coaches and everything. Uh, yeah, you gotta add a B or something. Yo, we the melting pot, B. Yo, first of all, first of all, if you not, if you everybody not say a nigga, nigga, you should not be saying it. Period. If you come on down south, come on down south, you know Hispanic saying nigga. Not at all. I went to school Hispanic. You nigga say, hey, how you doing, guys? <laughs> So that's why I blame y'all. No, it ain't. Niggas, they can fight. All the niggas be fighting. No, they be fighting, but they don't be fighting everybody. You need to. You a southern nigga, bro. You different. Okay. So, but does it, does he give does he give him a pass? Is he a nigga? Is he a nigga though? But he a nigga. He is a nigga. He's a nigga. No, but you die. You can. You a nigga. You don't. You you're not a white boy. You don't wear spares. You not that. You are a nigga. Like someone of you could, but, but can I tell you something else? Outside of the aesthetics, someone of your skin tone that was not of the culture and did not grow up feeling like they were black can't say nigga around me. Because I checked somebody recently that was your skin tone that was saying nigga too frivolously, and I was like, nah, I'm not the way you saying it. I'm not feeling it. You feel what I'm saying? Uh, no, I don't. Because I'm about to say, like, at that point, you don't know if the nigga black or not. I had to ask him. I said, what are you? <laughs> and they were like, my father. But guess what they proceeded to do? Show me a picture of their father. Who's That's black. too much. Now he OD. No, it was a woman. It wasn't a man. She OD. Well, she black. But I had to challenge her. Because she was speaking Spanish and shit. I was like, are you black? Uh, now we're getting to a deeper she was speaking Spanish mad fluently. No, I didn't challenge her off bucks. I didn't challenge her off bucks. No, no, no. Nah. She was speaking Spanish, calling people, like on the phone talking. Duh, 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 duh. And I was like, are you black? And I had to ask her. Oh, well, that's a different conversation. But. The N word, damn, Chris, you start this show, keep it funky. That's how I feel. All the time, like, but listen, it's not, it's not about the N word, bro. It's about like the apology. Like, we already know you're just apologizing for getting caught. We know you say nigga anyway. Yeah, 
That's the that's like yeah, we already, we already know you say nigga. You just got caught saying nigga. I think the reason why she caught so much heat was because when Black Panther came out, whatever movie that she was doing press run for, um, I saw she was doing an interview. And they were like, oh, they asked you how she eat and she, they were like, oh, this role is probably great for or inspiring a whole bunch of black women. And Gina Butt-In was like, woman of color, you know what I'm saying? And the interviewer was like, nah, I mean black women because, you know what I'm saying, they're a marginalized community and they don't normally get seen. That's an acceptable reason. That's acceptable. But when she went out and said, like, the, the little erasure move that she was doing. Yeah, that's acceptable. Why she should keep it? That's why you can't say that's why she can't say that's okay. That's that goes back to what Jordan was talking about when it comes to proximity to the culture. Because if she was actually close to the culture, she would have never done that shit from the beginning. Right. So this is the reason why Fat Joe can say, well, I ain't approving it. But the reason why Fat Joe has said niggas and niggas don't ma- niggas don't matter. Don't <laughs> you want to fight Fat Joe? Well, I'll be honest with you. I mean, Fat Joe is actually not a gangster. <laughs> Anymore. Anymore. Good. 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 Good antidote. Good antidote. I say anymore. Because guess what? Fat Joe, I would love to meet you. And I'm a big fan on the set. Not because not just because of who you are and what you've done. Yeah. Where you from in the in the in the way that you represent it for whoever you are. But not no more. I just had to say we don't want no smoke with Fat Joe. I said that. That was a, no, you had to, it's a little pause. Not, it, not it, it was an ellipsis after that. I mean, but, it, but it still goes back to Jordan's point. It talks about proximity to the culture. To be, to be, to be able to say that someone is a gangster in our culture means that you are around niggas. Right? And so that means that you are around a certain population. To where you can say certain things and niggas are like, okay, cool, he got it. If Fat Joe was not around niggas, then he would not be identified as a gangster, and then he would not be able to say niggas. It's simple. I think he all he said he said he also identifies as black though, like Afro a little too. He can, uh, he can say what he wants to. Okay. <laughs> I just tell you what the he nigga said. Nigga is Hispanic. Straight up. All right, and he's been doing. Nigga shit uh-huh. in New York. Okay. For thirty years. So he's able. He has garnished the, the uh, ability to say nigga. Uh, okay. Okay. I mean, listen. I don't really. I. I shout shout out to Lauren. I don't have the bandwidth anymore to deal with this nigga conversation. Cause. No, I don't have the bandwidth. Like I just niggas getting. You, there is a lot more things to be in an uproar about than this harmless woman saying say nigga in a song that she probably didn't even know she was saying. Like, because, because, listen, listen, it, it, now, now it comes back to us. It, it, I mean, it, it comes back to us now. Like, you saying nigga in a song, like, how I'll be honest with you, if, if you a Hispanic person and I'm, Cool with you, and uh, you get a look. You know what I'm saying? But you say in a song, I'm gonna have to like evaluate how much you are real. Can I say something? But at the same time, I'm gonna make you feel uncomfortable. Yeah, Flores is my nigga. He has never said nigga. He never said nigga. Ryan, fucking Salvadorian. His family is. uh, But now let me say this right now. All right, but he's never said nigga. And 
bro, this so is. So that way, this when is I know perfect, Hispanic people that just so be saying perfect. niggas, I be like, so bro, perfect. Y'all, y'all doing too much. This is so I perfect. Know Hispanic people that don't be saying this shit. And he listens to the same music I do. He love, he love people. But he don't say nigga around you. Bro, play GQ. That shit hard. It's nigga, nigga, see, nigga, now, let me, let, me, let me speak for myself. And this is a battle that I had to deal with because I challenged myself when we started having this conversation. This is the newest conversation that I ever had to challenge my mind on for real. I pretty much got my mind made up on everything else. But this nigga shit, especially when it comes to Latinos and Latinas and people of color, even of color, we talking about Arabic people. We talking about, I grew up around everybody. I'm from, I'm from, I'm from Alexandria, Virginia, the 703. I, there's one white family in my neighborhood. Everybody else in my neighborhood was a fob. You know what fob means? You fresh off the boat. The neighbor to my left was from Korea. The neighbor to my right was from Eritrea. The neighbor to them was Latino. So this is where I come from. So nigga, them saying it to me is different. So like I had to challenge myself on this. So when you ask this fucking keep it funky, Chris, and you talking about this little junk saying nigga, no, she can't say nigga. Cause guess what? You tried to separate yourself from us. You didn't identify with us when you had the chance. You didn't say, no, they are me. I am them. We are one. I am him. I am. She didn't say I am a woman of color. She didn't say yeah, I am black. If she would have said I'm black, then it would have been different. I'm Afro Latina. Like I do this. You don't have to so do things. I can hard. It. This is the most difficult thing I had to think about in like two years. She never did that. And personally, I'm not coming out of here from shit. I don't really give a fuck. Straight up. But the people, I don't have the bandwidth. The people are coming at her. But you, you closed it, so you made me think. You really challenged yourself. I like to do that. Um, the, the moral of the story is, white people, you can never say it. There it is. <laughs> There's no way around that one. There's no gray lining. There's no gray lining. There's no gray lining. So anybody you have something to keep it funky with? That was my keep it funky. All right. Jordan. Travis, I got anything to keep fucking with? Get out of your chest. Because you know what? You know why? You know why I asked Jordan particularly? Because this nigga likes to love to come on the timeline with the problematic thoughts. And I want him to keep the same energy. All right. So I'm going I'm to I'm bring this up in here. All right. It got, it got ugly. On Twitter. Okay. You know, a couple of my coworkers, they follow me on Twitter. Okay. They brought that energy to my job. Okay. Hey, shout out my boys, Eric and Steve with the Finesse Fan Podcast. They do anything up in DC. Oh, okay. You know shout out to them. Shout out to my coworkers. So if y'all hear this, fuck y'all. Um, All right. I like it. Now, you have to listen to what I say very carefully. All right. Because black people tend to get, we, we get protected. No. Okay. We love and we just, you know, we don't like to let it go. Okay. I think I know where you're going, but okay. And you know where, I, you know where, you know where you just like take a step back and just evaluate things. Let's go. Will Smith. Oh. I, I just thought I knew where he was going. Will Smith. Will Smith. I. He's a good actor. He is good. He's good. Very good. Great. Blockbuster actor. Blockbuster. A lot of a lot of a lot of compliments, but I hear the is, butt coming. Is he great? Great. Is he great? You know what I'm saying? He's been great. 
He was great in Ali. He was great in Happiness. Was it? He was great. He was great in. He's been great. No, he's been great. And 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 I say Ali because I watched Ali a lot. He he killed Ali. I never seen Jamie Foxx do Ali. He was Blondini Brown. Oh. His oh yeah, and they were in the same movie together. His role in Ali got him. That's how he got Ray. They were like, "You were so good in as." So how does compare Ray to? There's Ali. no comparison. Ray, Ray made me cry, bro. Ray, the last time I almost cried at a movie was Ray. Take out, take out Ray's backstory, just the acting. The acting. Acting in Ray, Will Smith acting in Ali. Another challenge. But that's outside of acting. That that's a, that's encompassed in it, but. But continue your Will Smith point. Continue your Will Smith point. Will Smith's Futuristic. Disrespect. He's a great action star. He's a great action star. What are his For real, what are his biggest movies? Independence. Bad Boys, Independence Day. Pursuit of Happiness and Ali. Enemy of the State. Men in Black, Men in Black, Men in Black. He did great. Shout out to Don Cheadle. Uh, slept on. Slept on. Yeah, he's he's more humorous. He's you know, Brown. Jamie. No, he's not funnier than Jamie. Jamie is the. Bro, you're talking about a unicorn. We talked about a unicorn before. He's talking about. But he's talking about a unicorn. He's talking about a unicorn. But Jamie, Jamie just so happens to be one of those people. But you brought up Jamie. That's what clouds it. If you don't talk about Jamie, it's less cloudy. We'll talk about Jamie. Will Smith goes for the bag. No, no, no. See, now, now, I had to correct, now, now I had to correct you. The, the bag, the Will Smith did not go for the bag. The bag came for Will. Yo, he was good in that. Because the, the bag came for Will. Let's be honest. We're going to be honest. Okay, let's, let's do a timeline of this game. Let's go. Liddy. And Quincy Jones. Quincy Jones. I don't know when it ended. Liddy. Because guess what? They they said we like that nigga. So why would Independence Day come after that? Because we like that nigga. Because the bag is coming for the bag is coming for Will. The bag is coming for Will. He did. We played gay. Oh, six degrees separation. That's a good acting. That was good acting. He did. No, wait, wait. I might be shifting sides. He chased the bag. Cause he could have been more artsy. He could have done yeah. more dope shit. He could have. When somebody tells you with a million dollars, the script comes to you. As an actor, they come to you. Hey, Will, this is a script that's going to probably exactly twenty-five. And guess what? This is a script that's one mil. That's that big. You gotta make it appeal to everybody, which means they kind of gotta. You gotta. It's symbiotic. You have to spread yourself out so that everybody from different cultures and backgrounds. Him, I can identify with that. Yeah. And sometimes that takes away from the quality of the acting on the film. That's my beef with Will Smith. That's a that's a valid beef. He's not even better than Mahershala. What? We're not gonna forget the first point. The bag came for Will. No, I mean, it did come for him. The bag came for The bag hunted that nigga. He was light skinned He was funny. He rapped. He won a Grammy. He was the first rap. He was the first rap artist to win a Grammy. 
So the bag came for him. He was the breakthrough. He was the breakthrough. But nah, fuck that. I'm with Doc. First of all, Second point. So now, now I feel like you have a bias. There's a bill. Because the, the, the bag did not come for Jamie the same way it came for Will. Not at first. You feel like. Not at first. Not at first. He was older. Will Smith was fresh off the Fresh Prince. Then he went to the sitcom. Jamie had to fucking become a stand-up comic. Then get on Living Cutter. Then he got the sitcom. Then. And guess what? Jamie's hilarious. Have you ever seen? Hilarious. It's funny shit. I'm gonna play some Jamie comedy tonight. Classic. Al Pacino. Cameron Diaz. It wasn't blockbuster as you say. It wasn't that big. It's kind of cold. Kinda cold. Kinda cold. It wasn't blockbuster. No, but I'm saying from that movie, we debate now. We can take him serious. He's not Jamie Foxx. You're right. You're right. You are right. White people did. After after any given Sunday is when he became. But guess what? Can I tell you something? But Jordan. But Jordan, like oh, said, white but Jordan, <laughs> like we know on the mic, like he said, white that's, like, that's how you know Jordan worked for the, that's how you know black chicken would work for the government. He said, white people took him serious. Nigga, <laughs> we hear you. But Jordan, but I guess what, I will agree with you. I will, and I forgot my point because that shit was so funny. <laughs> okay, this is my, this is my beef. Make your beef plain. Y'all got Will Smith thinking that he's a lot better than he really is. He's hyped. No, There's a little hype. There's a little hype. Everybody in this room agrees. I like. I, listen. Will Smith is not. We, we agree. Jamie Foxx is Jamie Foxx. fighting Fox is himself, actor, bro. We agree on that. He's fighting himself in a movie. We agree. But yeah, you know how big you gotta be to fight yourself. I mean, come on. You know how you know how big you gotta be to fight yourself. Jamie Foxx. Wait. I am legend. Dot. Dot. Can you pause for one second? Can you pause for one second? Before. Before. Chris. I'm gonna talk, and then Chris is gonna talk. I gotta tell a personal story. Cause I'm gonna cry. I gotta. My biggest crush of my life. No, no, she had a crush on Will Smith, and I didn't look like him. So I couldn't bag. So I couldn't bag her. I couldn't bag her because she guess what? She liked the light skin niggas. <laughs> Go crazy. Damn, bro. Um. Listen, I robot. He was the only person in the movie. I am legend. No, I am legend. I am legend. Yeah, he, he strangled a dog. Because a dog had to die. You, so you won't feel that? So you, so you hate dogs? So you won't feel that? No. So you, so you hate dogs? Are you saying on Mazel Talks you hate dogs? So you won't feel that? He has some wild situations. Oh, no, no, nigga. Was you feeling that? Was that acting that good? His only friend. His only friend got bit by a vampire. The dog was not even there. That was not good acting? I don't know what was worse. That or when he died with the jellyfish. Because this nigga has an issue with some animals, bro. I'm telling you. So you hate the writing. You're not hating the acting. You hate the writing. You hate the writing of his movies. So that's different than hate. No, no, this is no, no. He, he didn't like that scene. <laughs> no. Bro, I almost cried. <laughs> you never had a pet, have you? 
All right, there it is. See, you don't understand. Your only friend in the world while you're by yourself? You hate it. You hate it. There's, there's one episode of The Fresh Prince that people love to talk about. Which one? The last episode? The last episode? We're not talking about Which one? When his daddy left? <laughs> when his daddy left? <laughs> when his daddy left? That's a classic moment. That's a classic moment. You can't cry on cue, nigga. I mean, no disrespect. I couldn't. <laughs> and you got a daddy. Because you got a daddy. You got a daddy. You got a daddy. There's the hate. There's the hate. There's the hate. Hate, 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 you had good points, and then I your like hate, it, then like your hate show. came out. It's okay to hate. I hate, I hate a lot. Hitch is good though. Shout out to, ooh, shout out to Eva Mendez. <laughs> I like Eva Mendez. Shout out to Eva Mendez. But hate, it's okay to hate. Just hate randomly. Don't hate specifically for nah, otherwise, intentional Will, reasons. Willard Smith is cool with me, man. Oh, he called him Willard. Close it up. Uh, yeah, yeah, off that. Hey, Will, hey, Will, bro, bro, that's not me. Black Chick Ewan does not represent the Thoughts and Mother Talks. Hey, if I go viral, he'll definitely hit you guys up. Uh, yeah, hey, well, come in here so you can slander this nigga. We'll be, man. We'll be, we'll be back. We don't slander our kings on this show. We'll be right back. Oh, we ain't friends no more. Why you won't listen no more? Then let a good girl go. Away, 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 I've been. All around the world and I've been looking for you searching You deserve it cause you're perfect Baby, baby, yeah, you're perfect Gotta compliment your tits yeah, yeah. All that ass up, how you twerk it Can you do that on the dick? Don't be shy now Up and down, you know what it is Concentrate, baby Get it, get it And bring that ass right here Ooh, I'ma go down, I'ma go down Do it freaky shit cause ain't nobody Why you won't listen no more? Then I let a good girl go. Away, 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 I've been. All around the world and I've been looking for you searching. Niggas out here bullshitting on Jason Bourne out here. What was the song though? What was the song? It doesn't matter. The song is Jason Bourne's that nigga. T.I. Private show. That's what it was. Yeah. Yeah, You know what what a private show Jason Bourne did these niggas? They didn't leave out that joint. Oh, actually, it was Dave East Perfect because you were trying to go into the topic. Yes, sir. Dave East Perfect. Perfect. Right. <laughs> niggas out here talking crazy. Niggas talking crazy, cold. but niggas talking crazy. <laughs> but when you hear some of these niggas hot takes, you be like, yo, you wilding out here. You know, we go we but we got to the, the root of Jordan's hot take. He just don't fuck with Will. And that's okay. That's okay. He's biased. He's biased. Rap music. He oh. moved like he cold. I ain't gonna lie. I like his swag. His suit tailored to his motherfucking team. He, he, you know, he swagged out. He, he, connected. he connected. He connected. <laughs> <laughs> you know, fucking annoying. But, but, 
John Whitney the haircut. Hey, Jason Bourne, get that man. man. Get that he benected fade, though. Bro. He benected. Shout out to <laughs> shout out to relationships. Yeah, he the fade. Can I say that? Jason Bourne, fuck man. Introduce shit. All right, so, um, we have a. Can we call him a celebrity? Can we call him a producer? Producer extraordinaire. You got a producer. A producer extraordinaire. We have a young star in the making. A young star. A young star in the making. So, uh, we didn't really divulge into a last episode last week, but we're gonna do it this week. So, Travis and Jordan, uh, uh, what what would you say OSA is like? Is it a, is it a collective? What does it stand for? Like, I don't want to misrepresent y'all. Nah. Respectful, just having it personal. Thank you. Thank but, you. Uh, uh, OSA stands for One Song Away. I mean, it started off like with the production team, just me and my brother, uh, Tyler Jasper. Uh, he's a producer. He signed the drummer boys like Ooh. after high school. The Tyler Jasper? Yeah, the Tyler Jasper. Oh, shit. The Tyler Jasper. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're Tyler Jasper. Oh. But yeah, he used to produce. Uh, he signed, I mean, well, he still produces, but he signed the drummer boys back in the day. And after that, we started our own thing. We just, I, I hadn't really, like, I used to DJ back when I was a kid. We grew up in the church. So, like, my man Jordan, so, like, we were always just around music. My brother was in a whole bunch of different gospel groups and stuff. We just came up learning music, and I used to DJ parties and stuff. And then one day, like, my brother was always, like, in L.A. and Atlanta. I just started picking up the, the software, started making beats, and I started sending my shit to my brother. And my brother was just like, bro, just keep working at it, basically. And he just told me, you know, just if you want to do it, do it. But don't do it because, like, you feel like you have to or just do it because, like, this is what you want to do. So took that advice and then I just started cooking and ever since then like we just really took off together. I got my first place with my brother when I was 17 with Kevin Gates in this group called Bluff City. <laughs> so <laughs> ever since then yeah I just took it real serious because like as a 17 year old kid I seen like damn I have an opportunity and I could do something special with my brother you know like who wouldn't want to do that Yeah, you know. Yeah. That's what's up. And then like so incorporating my homies from church like Jordan just like from different aspects of everything you know because Jordan always brought positive <laughs> ideas positive just mo to the like to the crew, and you know we always wanted to do something like where we in, we included brothers and people that were black, you know, lifting up other brothers that look like us. So you know we can keep doing that and just okay. bringing that back to Virginia for real, for real. Mm. What's up? So what's y'all next? Like, I mean, wh- like, what is the next uh, objective for you? In places, in places, okay. places, places, places. Okay. Like, <coughs> like you're doing here. Yeah. Nigga, announce. Me and Tyler. I've known Tyler. I've known Travis. You ain't that nigga when you was four. You ain't remember nah, that nigga. Ass. <laughs> I'm being serious. That's like my that's my got the number, years. nigga. Like <laughs> you mean? We've been friends since we were four, but like we really got close when we were in high school. Okay. Both of us played the piano. Now, like I can tell the story. I put this on record because I always like telling people this. <laughs> so I've been playing piano since I was four years old. I play piano too, nigga. So You're trash. Though. I, thought, <laughs> now, I thought I was nice. I'm being serious. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> we were in the fifth grade, and um, I was. We were just we were at the church, fucking around, playing the piano. Mm-hmm. And so I'm playing. I'm playing some chords. I'm like, yo, this sounds pretty smooth, pretty advanced. I'm like, age level. You know what I'm saying? Then this nigga sure? Tyler starts playing "No Scrubs" by TLC, uh-huh. and I'm like, hold up. <laughs> you, you you play songs that are on the radio, nigga. Hey. And I was like, so y'all boys are sanctified. 
Low key. Continue. Continue. Yeah. Y'all weren't even playing no, damn no, radio no, hits. No, I, I can't even front. No, gospel music is at the core of like everything we for do. For show, for show. Like, growing up, me and him, both of our dads. Why do you think this podcast has a spiritual segment at the end? Niggas mm-hmm. was raising, like, niggas. We was raising the church. Like, that's the foundation of everything. Like, church. Start there. That's where we got our start. That's where we met each other. That's where we got our start. Always start there. But, like, uh, at that point, I knew this boy was different. I knew he was different. Like, I've always been good at spotting talent. Like, if I see someone that's doing something that I'm interested in, I'm going to find my way up in there. That's, like, that's how I became friends with all of y'all. Shout out to you, bro. Shout to shout to the DJs. Shout to the DJ. Shout to the DJ. My man's still DJing, bro, to this day, bro. Used to DJ at parties at BCU, and I realized that's how he was getting the parties, and no one was pressing at all. Turned, bro. And you could you could be in the party. You could pick the music you want to listen to. You know what I'm saying? You could set the vibe. Shorty's always gotta come up to you as talking to you. I want to. Oh, that was your plan, Chris. Trying to be in the mix. I was D- see my thing was I was like I'm a DJ fraternity party so if I just did the fraternity party and see all the girls that's where I met like my boys Karen and Kyle. I'm about to say okay, good man, good man, good man. Exactly, um, and Q and Kevin like mad people. So that's how I also like got my niche into the Black VC community. And it's even crazy. Nigga, you would have got your niche anyway because you're black. Well, Straight up. No, and Jamaican. This is the only Jamaican nah, nigga I know of. you. This is true, but you also got to make. You know, black people are. You gotta put yourself out there and make sure that you're not kind of on some funny stuff. Too. No, you don't. Mm. Mm. <laughs> eh. I said, eh. <laughs> yeah, this is eh. what we talking about. Eh. Continue though, but no. I, I ain't about to fight you niggas. I ain't about to exactly. Fight exactly. Continue, but no, but continue your story because listen, the transition from me and from y'all growing up in the church yeah, to where you at right now is beautiful because because guess what? He's telling how we connected because that's how we connected over the fucking music. It's all about the music. That's why music is on this podcast. Huh? <laughs> we connect. I connected with you because of that. Because of this crazy motherfucker that's sitting to my right, which so happens to be Christopher Stephon Laurent Fuller. <laughs> anyway, back to the story. Who is the craziest bathroom? No, no, we gonna connect it, and then I'm gonna throw it to him. Okay. You shut up, you drunk motherfucker. I'm, I'm not even drunk. So the, um, we're just laying the map of how we all connected. I connect. He connected with me with with alcohol with the, with the drunk motherfucker to my right, and we Thanks. connected with my man Jordan Patrick. Mm. He's a Knicks fan, but <laughs> through the music. So continue. Cause you challenged me, you bitch ass. High school, um, we started working with this guy, um, C Scholar. His name's Chris Brown. He used to go to I BU. heard of him. Me and heard of him. Out their original name. Yeah, heard so of him. Like, yeah, so he was pretty cool. Uh, me and Chris went to high school. They used to like, we used to do music stuff at, uh, at Heritage way back in the day. Mm-hmm. But before we went to high to college, Kyle was supposed to come to BCU with me, but. Instead of going to school, he focused on his music. So he had to deal with that whole situation. And, like, unfortunately, he couldn't be with us today. He had to take care of some business back home. But Get that money. Like, at that point, like, we kind of lost. We didn't lose contact, but, you know, I'm his thing. He's doing his thing. But it's that, at that point where he kind of bossed up and, like, really took control of his sound. Next thing you know, he signed a drummer boy. And next thing you know, he's involved with records that are actually on the radio. Records that I started listening to yeah. just because of Jordan. And that my fucking we OSA, even, bro. This is before we were even graduated. Bro. It was crazy because I was my best friend. That's, our relationship never really changed from that. And, like, it was funny because we grew up and we're talking about, like, yeah, we want to work with these artists. We want to do this. We want to get Grammys. And now it's at a point where, like, yo, that shit is actually, Bro. Like, 
And I gotta speak to that right now. Because the fact that they music touched me, I'm I'm I just I meant to do that VCU. He tweets some music out. I know this motherfucker has it. He likes to think he has better taste than he than he has. <laughs> Cause his take about Will Smith is like <laughs> I just gotta talk a little shit. But he has good taste in music and, and well, culture right, and art. I just caught on to what this nigga Terry just said. I had to diss the nigga. You know what I'm saying? He got better taste than you think he got. He's a Knicks oh. fan. <laughs> I'm sorry. You are a Knicks fan. Nigga looked at the bottom of the beard. He looked at the bottom of the beard. He looked at the bottom of the beard. First of all, I've been a Thunder fan since 08 since Gilbert put the guns out on niggas in the locker room. I couldn't fuck with them niggas no more. All right. <laughs> you remember that 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 fucking thing when you putting guns out? I said I gotta leave, <laughs> but uh, I'm fucking with you. But he has great taste. So when when he, it's all about music. This, the foundation of his podcast is music. So when I listen to his ear, he actually has a taste for fucking music. And I'm listening to his shit. Niggas linked up. Niggas got a podcast. And here we fucking are. God Did we damn. get to the, to the end of the story? Uh, I don't know what the end of the story is. No, I just had to chime think, in. I'm gonna pass it to Travis because I think a good way to end. Tell me about those. Getting money. Uh, man, just better know experience. I got the opportunity to live with a producer. Uh, Sounds, shout out to Sounds. Uh, he produced a lot of records for like Chris Brown, Justin Bieber, a whole bunch of people. He just gave me the opportunity to like really be under his wing this summer and just learn, you know. And so that was this past summer. Yeah, just like this June and July. How often were you in the studio through the week? Uh, I was in the studio every day. I mean, he has a studio every like, day. Yeah, he has studios in his crib, but like, yeah, I got my, I'm in sessions now, you know, and like bigger sessions, label sessions. How is sessions. that? Like, you know, you hear niggas say, "I'm in the studio every day." Like, were you in the studio every single day? I mean, Are you girl, tired? Like, I mean, like, my man's crib is like a studio, so I mean, like, it was like I'm from Virginia, so like this shit was almost them. like seeming like impossible to some kids where I'm from. So like, yeah. I got this opportunity. I mean, when I woke up, I was making beats when I went to sleep. I was making. You know, just creating opportunities. Do you get any credit on certain beats that like go on certain albums? Like, how does how does that work? You make beats all day. Yeah. Like, do you know what beat is selected for a certain album or I mean, like through like I mean different sessions? We have different writing sessions and shit. And I mean, even with different artists, it all just works out different. Sometimes you don't find out until the song comes out like immediately. So, like even like with the Chris Brown shit, my brother he played on some of the shit. Like we didn't know if it was gonna be there until like the next. But you got, but you got your credit. Yeah, Tyler got his credit. I, I wasn't on that record, but my okay. brother was on that. He record. got his credit. But everything like we do, we put it together because you know we kind of build our thing together. So like I be, so I be thinking like when um, Kanye would say something back in the day about somebody using the beat and not giving him credit. Yeah. Like how does that happen? If y'all are all in there making beats and yeah. you know a beat is passed to a certain artist and they start to do what they do on it, is somebody like? Just straight up negligent on being who created the beat. I mean, I, it's usually like after the process. I usually break down the splits and you know it work out the percentage. The percentages. I mean, I don't think anybody like delegates. Like, yeah, I did this, I did that in the session because mm-hmm. you're not even trying to like you're not even trying to bring. That's what I'm trying to get to. That's what I'm trying to get to. That messes up. Oh, the vibe. Okay, like, so that know, doesn't happen. Yeah, artists wouldn't even want to go that far if that's the only thing that you worried about. It's uh, supposed to be about making the best song, you know. Okay. So okay. I, mean, I feel like after the the song is made and after all the magic's done, splits come out and we work out the numbers, you know? Mm. Uh, well, how do you feel about <coughs> that? Like, what if you make, like, the whole damn beat and you feel like we you should be 80% yeah. of that motherfucker? <laughs> we, we have lawyers. Yeah, I got lawyers. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, mm. 
when do you think that a lawyer comes in? At what point do you feel like a I lawyer should come in? I think that's the fucking art to the art. That's a good question because, I mean, a lot of producers yeah. don't it's really pay time, attention bro. to the business side of it, too. And that's why I'm in school, too. And I, I major in business administration. So, mm-hmm. I'm like, I'm studying every day while still pursuing my dreams. So. I mean, that was my question. Like, okay, well, you've got this burgeoning, you know, producer career. What is keeping you in school? I mean, just like wanting to be something bigger than just a producer. Like, I want to be a business owner. So, like, I, like, I understand that, like, to keep going at my dreams, I just got to do what I got to do to advance myself. And yeah. my degree is definitely going to help me do that. Even if I, like, I, and at times, you know, it's hard being, like, 21, thinking, like, damn, this shit really about to save me or some <laughs> shit. Because I really believe in my talent. I believe in my ability. Right. Thanks. Because I'd be like, bro, that's what God gave us, you know? Like, yeah. when I sit down and I listen Thanks. to my music, like, I don't sit there and be like, damn, like, this shit just happened for no reason. Like, yeah, I definitely believe God thanks. gave us this shit. Thanks. So, sometimes it's hard. I'm not going to even lie, but I just pursue both. You know, I want to make my mom happy on both sides. That's smart. Mm, you know, we love That's moms. Smart. For sure. That's smart. Yeah, I mean, so. And I feel like, honestly, though, in a position like, as, as it, there's, there's a lot of young people that are in a position where they have that gift. You for know? sure. A lot of but kids are talented. But the things are not uh, popping as they would hope at that moment. For sure. You know, and if you always have that backup plan or a plan that will continue to help promote the initial plan. A plan, period. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, I feel like, bro, that that's the most intelligent thing to do. Like, you have a gift. You know, you've been involved with people who make music. You make music as well. You know, but you also recognize, like, you know what? Maybe this degree might help boost that. No, yeah, I feel like this is a good, I, I mean... For a kid, for a young black man, like my to advi- have a degree, yeah, for, you know yeah, my saying? advice like, is, man, go get a degree, bro, because like not yeah. everybody had the opportunity to exactly. pull. Yeah. So exactly, you oh. gotta, wh- while you have the opportunity, take it, man. Why not? Blessing to be even in the position where you can decide. You know, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. some people can't man. even decide. So you are a wise young man. Yeah. I mean, you got he got an OG, you got an OG uh, ahead of him, and you got Jordan, you got your brother around you. Let me ask you personally. I mean, I mean, Jordan said y'all grew up in a church, but what other uh, influences did you have in your musical style? And this is a two-part question. So what influences did you have in your developing your, your sound? And then two, well, how would you describe your sound? That's crazy because, I mean, that's a good question, man. Like, I really feel like that's dope because, like, I'm really influenced by like, my brother, of course, because, like, you know, he knows every era of music. He's a... He's a musician. Like he can play every instrument. He can pick it up and just go crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, and that's just natural ability. Like, yeah. When you watch that. You like, damn. That's like, God's that's, gift. That's God's gift for yeah. sure. Like to be able to pick up multiple different instruments and go crazy. I would, like, c- I would come back home from college, right? And this man in college would be playing the bass. I'm like, nigga, when you start playing the bass. Granted, his dad, their dad plays the bass. So yeah. I mean, they, they're. I just like, think it's crazy. It's like it's Tyler Jasper you're talking about right now. Like that's. <laughs> That's fucking crazy. You know, I don't even know who they're talking about. Like, yeah, like, I know this nigga from his music, and I'm just like, that's the nigga that y'all talking about. Like, yeah, that's crazy. That's he gifted. Nah, and, like, it's crazy because I, I've, I've, I've taken kind of pains. Like, I've seen this, like, what was going on before it was happening. Like, me and Tyler, I could tell you, like, we were very, very close. Like, when we were in high school, we'd be on the phone at 4 in the morning every day talking about girls, talking about music. starting to really happen and it's to a point where like things are starting to fall into place 
in areas where we're not just trying to just do music in terms of like produ- production in terms of just regular artists. Like you can score a movie, you can do music for ads, and you can get a bag that way. There's so many different yeah, ways. There's ways to get money everywhere. By your craft to get money, so it's like, all right, where can how can we apply ourselves and how can we imp- can we apply what we have in the executive suite that I need to be able to do it? But instead, mm. I'll just go back to just being like, that's Ooh. crazy, bro. Well, well, I think Travis didn't answer his question yet. But uh, that's the part. Sound. That was very eloquent. I was—I didn't want to stop. Yeah. Chris. I, thought, I thought my I was, just was trying fire. To, I was just trying to put a motherfucking exclamation point on what my nigga just said. No, no. Continue. The, yeah. Continue to flow. Uh, my style, man. Uh, yeah, I just grew up a lot, a lot of musicians. So it really gave me an air of like back to Prince, back to fucking the times. Like the that, stylistics? That's, yeah, that's really like what I grew up on. Of course, that goes in. Of course, that don't know how to go stand up stylistics. Uh, I hate this nigga, bro. Hey. Sweet. <laughs> I hate bro, this man. I am a, a fan of music as well. Yeah. So, you know what I'm saying? As, as Jordan can, he can reiterate um, yeah. on my Twitter tweets. He's an old nigga. All right, I listen to a lot of shit. My this range goes this back. This nigga died like I mean? 75. I, just, I really just respect the nigga. He didn't, even say the, he didn't even say like the temptations. <laughs> he didn't even like say the easy. All right, go ahead. Keep going, bro. All the way back there to like the new era, like and <laughs> just like my brother was signed to Drummer Boy, so that gave me like a very like close perspective of this era's like mu- like music, you know. That's really like where music's at now. Yeah, like yeah, Atlanta's yeah. real sound. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I love like Mike Will and all those producers down there. So I mean, like I really feel like my sound is really in the mix of that. Like I I love the sample. I love the, like the R and B touch, good. but my drums always gonna be knocking too. You know, good, like good, good. my drums is Don't never gonna do it. Yeah, eight oh eight. Like Travis, like like Travis Scott said, drums first, nigga. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Drums first, bro. Like in this era, drums first. Drums first in this era. For sure, yeah, for sure, man. That's for that's sure. what has to be there, but sure. yeah, I'm. I need you to say a couple. I need you to say a couple more artists. Say more artists. Uh, you you Scott. stopped it. You stopped at Prince. That was the last one I heard before oh, oh, yeah. that old ass went to the stylistics. Go back to really old, like. Go ahead, Switch, bro. Uh, shit, you Switch, fuck. Nah, but no, but shit, Switch. you fuck with. Continue about the shit that you uh, fuck with. Oh, uh, I never got into that. Isley Brothers like a motherfucker. That shit fire. Like, Isley Brothers. Brother. But the guitar? The They're heavy like, on the bro, guitar. I play them all day. Like, okay. Even still to this day, bro. I'm, Give me I'm some of that. Give me some of that. That I hear fanboying out here. This shit fire, dog. Isley Brothers, One of them's last name is Jasper, too, and that's my last name. So we might be cousins on the real. So shout out to the Isley Brothers legends, man. Isley Brothers, nigga. Tony, Tony, Tony. You know. You know that. I like to hear specifically, like people say, or you know, like even on any interview you hear, people like, so who did you fuck with before? But like, I specifically want to hear those names, the names that you come out with, the names that you come out with, the names that this motherfucker come out with, because this motherfucker, like we talking about that being old, he spit out names Mm -hmm. that I never listened to. (laughs) He spit out names like fucking what's um. Yo, Sarah, Evelyn, Champagne King. Evelyn Champagne King, oh, Champagne and he'll King say that, and I, fuck. you know what I'm saying? Cold so like, fuck, the names that the artists say is mad important, like sure. that part, because once you once you start going deeper, nah, who did you fucking listen to that like hit spark some shit, bro? Because I always remember, some, bro, Tupac, Tupac. When when I first heard Tupac, it was different. When I first heard 
Luther Vandross. Kendrick, and guess what? Kendrick gonna be one of them for a lot of people. Kendrick, and he's and he's of this era. It's it's because J Cole. We talk about J of this era. The person when you hear them and you like, damn, these motherfuckers are dope. That's the shit that I like to hear. The artists. You gotta talk specifically about them. Nigga, fuck. So you said yours. I had to say mine. What was the two that I said? I say Tupac and Luther. I'm good with them. I'm good now. We're good. Okay. Okay, now we done a, we've done our part of being industry, trying to be in the industry. So we asked you industry questions. Now we're going to ask you Mazel Talks questions. Ooh. <laughs> I thought those were. No, no. Nah. Nah. We made a Mazel Talks. Yeah. yeah, you know how Mazel Talks, you like to turn, take a deep left. So uh, I know you're a real nigga because you got the flap out on your do rag. <laughs> okay, so like, um, we. It's presumed that Six Nine is about to get out of jail. You get a call. He hear your shit. He wanna work. You picking up the phone call. You taking the check. I'm not. I mean, I'm not on no funny shit, and I'm not trying to risk my life for nobody else. <laughs> so I wouldn't take that check just because off that, off the strength of that. Like, if you can put people I love in danger, I'm not fucking. Mm. <laughs> he, big, he big fraud. Yeah, like yeah, big I, don't, fraud. I just don't care that type of energy. Okay. That's not the type of person I am. Good answer. Good answer. Great answer. <laughs> That's the very good answer. Okay. <laughs> nah, hell no. I've been surprised. I've been like, oh. Yeah, hell no. Now, as a producer, you, um, I would assume you're in the, stu- when you're in the studios, you're, <laughs> I'm not trying to criminate nobody. So, like, you're, just, you're around with people, there's a lot of um, women, a lot of drugs and things, vices, <laughs> a lot of vices, a lot, a lot of, a lot of candy around. How do you keep yourself focused as a young, when you're 22? Twenty. Oh my God. Bro, you young twenty one. I was like, yo, what was I doing? As as you a, are a young dude. As a young twenty one year old, I know what I was doing when yeah. vices were around. I wasn't focused. <laughs> you should be out in the streets right now. <laughs> like I'm saying, like how do you keep yourself? How do you? It's a Saturday night, Jordan. You know what we was doing at twenty one. It's Saturday night. We probably already blacked out by now. So like, Bro, a, how do you? On a Saturday, on a Saturday night. night? We hanging though. No, we. Exactly. It's a it's a homecoming. Nah. It's a homecoming. It is a homecoming. It's homecoming. It's homecoming. It's homecoming. It's union's homecoming. Union. Union. Yes. We've been out. We got niggas at union. We got we had niggas at union. So anyways, well anyways, it's still college. You're a 20 year old year old man. You know what I'm saying? Um, but you've probably been in situations where um there's a lot of candy and a lot of vices around, but you want to work. How do you try to keep yourself contained? I mean, I just always think about Especially it. from women. I mean, even like, I mean, when it comes to the, the music and that type of shit, I try to always keep it separate. Because, like, when it comes to that, like, bro, there's always somebody that can replace you. So, mm. I mean, being a nigga that makes beats and being a nigga that makes music, bro, your time is, like, real limited. If you don't mm-hmm. take the best of your opportunity while it's there, it's going to be gone. So, if you even, like, fucking both of those things up or being in the room, focus on some other shit, Nigga, your opportunity gonna be gone. Okay. <laughs> good well, answer. That's, 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 that's a good. Good answer. Right. Else that, 
That ain't no media training. That just seemed like a genuine answer from like how you feel. Yeah, that's real shit. Like bro. that's lot, that, like, for real. There's a lot of kids off no beat, bull, bro. bro. Like, like you talking? If you got an opportunity with Meek with one of these top near niggas, like why would you fuck that up? Why are you gonna sit there and be worried about some other shit? You know, because that don't opportunity may not ever be Wait, I'm thinking of, of the nigga like, Eminem. Bro, don't miss your shot. Get, like even to be right here, man. So I'm like, bro, you blessed. You know, don't miss your moment. Exactly, I'm grateful. He said. I maybe think of Eminem. Don't we say don't miss your moment. Don't miss your moment. You said fuck Eminem, but I'm talking about Eminem made good art. Don't act no, like he bro, didn't. This shit wasn't a like one year, he two fu- year, he- three year shit. Like niggas took time to get to this motherfucker. Bro, I like I like this. Let me ask, what was the Jordan? You brought around. What was the what was the track that really was like your oh shit moment? Like we not we here, but like this was the biggest moment like of your life at that moment. Like, you know how niggas be like, yo, I heard my, I was talking on the radio for the first time. I had a couple of those. I'm going to tell you one. Like, when I was like, right before I was about to go to college, I was like 18. It was probably like a month before I was about to go to college. I was playing, I was working with Kelly Rowland, bro. Kelly Rowland? Yeah, she was listening to a couple of my records. Uh, We were in contact, like, with her management. Uh, She was about to, like, cut or record one of my songs. And then, like, it just fell through because I think, like, she started working on some other project. And I remember it was, like, maybe two or three weeks before I was about to go to college. And, man, like, I was thinking, like, damn, bro, why am I even going to college? Why am I doing this, bro? Like, <laughs> you know, like that moment. Yeah, I was yeah, like, yeah, 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 bro. Calandria. It had me shook yeah, for a minute. But then Calandria. I was like, yeah. You know, like, I, like that. I feel like the reason it didn't work because it just wasn't God's timing. Okay. You know? It wasn't God's timing. Everything word. came. I wasn't ready for it then. Calandria. I understood, like, why. Like, that, you know, it hit you. It yeah, hit bro, you. Like, being 21 now, like, I can understand, like, at that time, mentally and even when my music was, I wasn't ready. Like, I would have been able to have, like, I would have been able to produce that song, but I want to be at a level where, like, niggas is like, Travis, we want you to do six songs. We want you to do half the project, you know? I'm going to tell you, man, like, just keep that mindset because the shit only going to get, I'm not going to say worse, but, like, stronger. For the sure. urge going to get stronger. Like, it, it, the better that you get because yeah. you're still young. Yeah. It's still going to be times you feel like, why am I even doing, why am I in school now? I yeah. should just go do... Like I'm telling you, son, yeah. you, it's, it's, it's gonna happen. Uh, Niggas don't start getting a, a a better judgment of reality until like 27. Yeah, hey, listen, you're a young bull. So you yeah. got a long. Understand time. that, and you know what? This is the way I used to think. I was young. Always listen to the old people. This I was young, and I used to always say, anybody older than me, I'ma listen to, because yeah. they said that shit. That little saying, like anybody older than you, some smart people learn from their mistakes. Other people learn from the mistakes of others. You know what I'm saying? So soaking up the game. Can never be undervalued. Never, bro. Like everything, even things you don't even know, just try to grab. Even concepts you can't even get to, motherfucker. Like you don't even understand. Niggas say the sky is the limit. You be like, motherfucker, uh, say this shit. The sky's the limit, nigga. The sky, <laughs> <laughs> the sky. <laughs> shit, way out there. Ceiling's the roof. Nah, <laughs> bro. Keep doing what you're doing. Um, man. Appreciate you, man. Appreciate you. I got one last question. One last question. All right. You was on a plane. Happened to, to do emergency landing, and you're on an island. You you're on a li- you're on an island. You look at your iTunes or your phone. What albums do you have? And there's no signal, so you can't download. You can't stream. You say, you know what? Before I get on this flight, I'm gonna download these albums. Before I get on this flight, How many? I'll give you five. Five albums you downloaded before you got on this flight, and this is the only albums you can listen to. Okay. Cold. Uh, 
This is Mall Talk, man. We know we keep it play around here, bro. I go with Rodeo, Travis Scott. You know what? That's a good album. Travis Scott changed the sound yeah. of music. He for sure did. Yes, he did. Yes, he did, bro. Did, bro. Yes, he did. 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 Why? Why? Thinking like rap, but then like there's so many R and B projects. R and B. If you like country, you can get in the pop bag too. Off the wall, Michael Jackson. Okay. That fire. Be in anybody's life. That's Michael fire. Jackson, that's like the bridge. Of I'll like give you the off the wall. Seventies, like I'll give you, change music with that. I'll give you off the wall. If you said Thriller, I wouldn't be mad with that either. Off the wall, is low key off my favorite. That's low key yeah, my favorite Michael Jackson album. I wouldn't. I would. <laughs> like low, low key. You said what? Low key. I think he said three. Yeah. He said three or five. You got two more. You got Rodeo, Off the Wall. You said um, and Pimp the Pimp Butterfly. Beyonce's first album. Oh, wow. I don't even know what that is. I mean, neither. That's, 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 that's what? Beyonce's first album. That's fire. Was first album was it's crazy. Isn't Crazy in Love, right? Dangerous Dangerous Love? Yeah, yeah. No, bro. Yeah. That was her best album by yeah. far. I love, like, with her sound was there. R&B-wise. That was crazy. And then, I mean. Making Love. Yo, I'm not gonna go with no more rap. I don't think I'm gonna do that because R&B is. Y'all, you have to have an album just in case it was with a woman fucking with. We'll say just we'll say not just you. Just say like you met another woman on the island. Oh, right, right, right. No, you still got you still got one more album. You still got one. You can pick whatever you want, bro. Beyonce, Beyonce yeah, Queen, yeah. Beyonce get Beyonce can play for so, anybody. So you, so you got four. You got one more. Um, I don't, man, this is a hard ass question. I, I love too much fucking music, bro. Like, I really don't even understand. Don't fucking, fucking, that's like, yeah, I don't like them. So they try to do a yeah. top five. Yeah, top these five. niggas try to do a top five black movies of all time, bro. Like, I literally had to like break these niggas apart. Like, it's this is the toughest thing. I know, but just making a list because I know he's debating. I just want to, I just want to empathize. I just want to empathize. No, you got one more. You got four if you can. You got one. I go confessions, Usher. Ooh, that's fine. I'm good with that. No, that's another episode. Um, that's a good. I like that. Pimp Butterfly. Uh, was it crazy? Dangerous in love. Confessions, off the wall, off the wall, and was it rodeo? rodeo? We'll talk about Travis Scott because you you bullshitting. He changed no, night. First off, relax. Oh, oh yes, sir. Gosh, <laughs> nah, man. Before you leave, before you leave, uh, give the the audience like your songs that they can listen oh, yeah, to uh, so they know your vibe. Go stream. Uh, Ro James is coming soon. We got a song with him. Uh, single coming soon, so that'll be on the lookout. Official? Oh yeah, that's coming soon. It's official. That's coming. All right, we break it. Yeah, Ro James. Yeah, Ro James. Official. You know who's gonna be? Official. Yeah, 
Yeah, Ro James. Just know Ro James coming soon. All right. Shout out, son. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Um. So Ro James. Uh. What else? You got some new Mila J coming soon. Mila J. Okay. Yeah. All right. Listen, we'll be on the lookout for that. Um. We want to thank you guys for pulling up on us again, and um. You know, giving us we as we work on our industry voice, industry you know interviewing. Next time we will definitely bring Tyler Jasper with us because that be. that's the story that everyone's gonna want to hear. My brother, like I try to tell you a little bit, but I, I really can't. Like I, yeah. I don't even really want to tell you the story because it's about to be busted. We we we're anticipating next year. Uh, next time we uh, we yeah. meet, I appreciate y'all pulling up. Um, Transition is out. God, please. Thank you. Uh, thank you, and we are back. We are back. Thank you for the music. Thank you for Travis and Jordan. Give good, it, man. Good, good man for giving us a little glimpse in the life of a real artist, rock star producer. And when he blows up, he was on Mother's Talk first. Yeah. That's playing. I'm just playing. Just playing. Just playing. We enjoy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a <laughs> definitely, there will be clips coming out. Uh, but anyway, so uh, thank you to them. Um, so today's Florida Man Story of the Week, again, comes with uh, the struggles of getting fast food. The story reads, assault with a deadly weapon. Florida Man charged with throwing an alligator into Wendy's. Yes, it happened on February 9th, 2016. Authorities in Florida have arrested a man accused of throwing a live alligator through the restaurant's drive-through window. You read that right. You heard that right. The drive-through window. A whole alligator. Let's read more. Investigators identified Joshua James of Jupiter, Florida, as a man who tossed a three and a half foot reptile into Wendy's last fall, according to a Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation. A conservation commission incident report. He faces three charges related to the incident: aggravated assault with a deadly weapon, unlawful sale, um, and uh, possession and trans possession or transporting of an alligator. That's crazy. And petty theft. Wait, so you're telling me they classified the alligator as a weapon? That's crazy. So you, he threw it through the window. You heard that right, he sir. Hey, you know what? You know he wanted some hot fries and it was like, nah, bruh. Nah, like, you know what it was. You know what it really was. What it was. The fucking ice cream machine was broke. But we need to be good. They had frosties. Frosties. Man, what was wrong with the spice and nuggets? Uh-huh. They came back. Spice and nuggets is trash. Let's read a little bit more. Hold on. The driver wearing a baseball hat backwards. A, a ride baseball. hat backwards. 
arrived at the drive-thru window to receive a large drink just before 1.30 a.m., according to the report's summary surveillance footage. When the, while the attendant has her back to the window and is at the register, the male driver reaches across from the inside of his vehicle in the passenger area and throws the alligator from his vehicle into the drive-thru window, the report reads. A photog- uh, photograph and a, f- a report shows that American alligator flat with his legs splayed on the f- fast, flu- fast food writing. restaurant's kitchen floor. It's a good investigation. An officer journalism. responded to the incident, captured the alligator, taped his jaws shut for safety, yes, and released it to a nearby canal, according to a report. First of all, you got an alligator on Bizet? Facts. <laughs> Niggas disrespect you. Facts. You know what? Niggas not throwing bullets at your ass. Facts. You know what? That takes popping the trunk to new heights. He should run for office. Uh, He would be a good politician because you know why? Why? That's not even that bad. (laughs) Uh, You know what I'm saying? Throw an alligator at a nigga. You should be the mayor. On the set. I promise. He should be the mayor. That's that's real. That's real gangster shit. You know what I'm saying? Like. Cause if you can't get away from an alligator, then you deserve to get bit. It's, it's not that big of an alligator, it's so three it's feet. three feet. It's, it's like like a baby alligator. You know what I'm so you know. Now the question is, what is the Wendy's sanitation rating? Because now we know there's the alligator on your floor. I'm not eating at that Wendy's. Now I know, I can't trust your uh your baconators. Oh, bacon's fire. Sorry. First of all, bacon, I, I'm trying to give her meat. Pause. No, not no pause. Nobody doing no homo shit around here. But, the um, pause on that. Right, You're not inclusive homo shit? That's just people shit. Homo, listen. Shout out to the homos. All right. You know what? We're next. We're, we're Wait, about to. I'm sorry. All right. I'm all right. Sorry. All right. Can you call your homos no more? No. no! God damn, nigga. You know what the words mean? Shout out to the homos. Yeah, you can't say that. It's not like I said shout out. No. You know what? Can I tell you can something? You, can you, can you, can you, can you, can you wrap it up? I'm going to wrap this up. I booty pirates. Oh, you know what? <laughs> <I call them laughs> we're going to wrap this up. We're going to wrap this up. Man, I'm about to go into the spiritual segment. Can you delete I this? I just, I, we're going to work it out. We're going to work. Yeah, go ahead. Go into the spiritual segment. Oh, oh my God. It's fucking sensitive ass word. I apologize. I'm, I, number one rule. No, no, no. But real shit. Number one rule is. To be respectful and understanding of everyone's lifestyle. Oh. That is what I want to preach. I'm respectful and understanding. Oh. Everyone has the right to live and everyone has the right to be happy and free and all that stuff. True. Be respectful and care about people's feelings. Oh. There you go. That's how I feel. So we're going to go into the spiritual segment all right. today. Like I said, I don't have all the answers. Got lot, all I got is questions. Oh, gosh. But I do want you guys to understand the difference between right and wrong. There is a right and there is a wrong. However much they try to blur the lines and like, we know good, we know bad, we know what we're supposed to do, we're not supposed to do. We know what hurting someone is and we know what helping someone is. They start with the same letter, but they're two different words. I want people to continue to help people and not hurt people. If you can do that in your life, I feel like we'll be able to live in more harmony and less disaccord in this fucking plane that we're on right now. So, I want people to help people, not hurt people. And understand the, the difference between right and wrong and understand as much as they like to blur the lines, there is a right and there is a wrong. That's all I have for today. 
you're duality is in me. This, you are the definition. That, the, that first of all, that is the basis for everything that I do. All right. Left and right, right and wrong. Always wrong in the middle. I'm saying extremes. Hot all right. Cold. That's it. Well, I'd like to thank our guests again for pulling up on us and showing love and giving us a great interview. Bumba clot. All right, all right. We're all inclusive on this platform. All right. Anyways, you know what? You know what? On a safe place to on the on the I can't. On the path to play them, there are two rules to success. Stay true to yourself. Stay true to true to the code. Like I said, thank you for listening to another episode of Mother Talks. We'll see you next week, man. Thank you. I'm a fuck with you. Peace.